coming up. And people always say like, oh, you shouldn't burn bridges. Don't burn a bridge because you never know when you might want to work there again. If you don't burn that bridge, someone else is going to walk across it and have the exact same experience. Yeah. So burn the bridge. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Hello, welcome to Gay and a Non-Gay. I am Dan Hudson. I am not gay. He's James Barr. He's gay. Yes. <laughs> welcome along. Uh, Dan, I want to tell you about my new stand-up show. I can't believe we've not talked about this yet. Um, it's called Straight Jokes. So I thought you'd like it, you know, being straight. Yeah. Um, points with the lads, etc. Um, and it's coming to Edinburgh Fringe this August in the UK. I'm super excited. Tickets are on sale. They're always on sale. JamesBarcomedy.com. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. I've actually decided to be very brave, Dan, and spoiler alert, I've decided to talk about my experience of being told I was too camp on the radio. Oh, really? And I've mentioned this a couple of times, like in our podcast, and I've mentioned it a couple of times flippantly, like with friends and stuff, but I've never like dived into it. I've never really like gone in on what happened. And I'm not going to say where it happened because I don't want to give them any power or oxygen, but I do want to talk about it because I... I do think they need to be held accountable. And so, yeah, my new show is about that. So how did they say this to you? I was on the radio and uh, it was like my dream job. I was so happy and I was doing this show where I interviewed celebs all the time and I was myself. And what happened was very slowly, they started to question some of the things I was saying on the radio, like the word amazing or abbreviations like amaze. Or, or totes and yeah. they started coming for me and saying like can you stop using the word amazing can you stop using this word can you stop using that word um i used to speak to callers a lot on the phone and when i speak to other people i get more camp because i'm more chatty yeah so they banned callers um they had a producer sit with me and put phrases into my links they basically scripted everything i was going to say right so that it was like pre-approved and sounded more straight this is all subtext, but this is what happened. They used the words be less camp to me. I went through some old emails recently too. So I've got receipts and I found one that said, James sounds at his best when his tone is low and slow. Right. And they told me not to use the word fierce to describe a Britney song. Right. Homophobia. Yeah. Like pure and simple. And how did that make you feel? I was talking to my therapist about this last night and I'm worried to like be honest here because I'm trying to sell a comedy show. I don't want to sound yeah sad but it made me feel like i shouldn't exist and i think a lot of my depression and a lot of my suicidal thoughts that ended up happening a few or so years after that and i think my whole belief system about myself which tells me i'm not good enough i'm not funny enough i'm not entertaining i'm not interesting like i should just not exist those are the sort of thoughts i tell myself daily that i think all stems from there so did you not have those before <laughs> Why is that funny? It's just shady. Yeah, yeah. It's just shady as fuck. It's not. So wait, did you not have those before? <laughs> no, I know you didn't mean it in that way, but it was funny. Okay. Um, well, I am a stand-up comedian. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, did I have those before? I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did. I think I've excused what happened then. I've airbrushed what happened then to deal with it because we all do that, right? If something yeah. really bad happens, you kind of 
you airbrush it you make it not your you make it not their fault yeah to an extent like i spent a lot of time just being like oh well i probably was a lot i probably was too much yeah i've spent a lot of time thinking that i think being gay you always feel isolated and alone especially when i was growing up i did and you know if your family aren't gay or whatever you feel like completely exposed and, and different and and i felt a lot of those i suppose i felt some of those feelings then when i was younger with my family as well like my stepmom made me feel uncomfortable being me when i was really little so probably some of those feelings were there anyway but they were certainly like highlighted with a massive marker pen when that experience happened and i think it probably set me back like a lot in in my career and stuff but then at the same time it didn't it made this happen because talia one of the first times i met talia she told me to be more gay because I told her about that experience and she said, I want you to be more gay. And that's kind of where our friendship started. Yeah. Because Talia was working at a different radio station then. And then a year or so after that suggested that we record this podcast together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm going to cry. Talia is like the, uh, she, she's like given a lot to me. Yeah. I don't know if she knows that, but she has definitely been a huge part of my rehabilitation into the world. Right. If I hadn't, if I hadn't met her then i wouldn't ever have done radio again ever um i don't know what i'd be doing at the time i said i'd just work at the disney store because i felt like it made people happy and that's really all i wanted to do on radio anyway just wanted to make people like feel good so i probably would have done that i'm sure at some point i would have gone back into radio but you know even now like when things happen that aren't necessarily right at work or whatever i always just think oh well that's because i'm not good enough or whatever Right. I like excuse. I just excuse shit behavior around me a lot because I think, well, I deserve it because I'm too camp or not this or not yeah. that. It's really shit. You know, people can really fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, if they just said, oh, you're not what we're looking for anymore. I'd be like, oh, okay. That would be fine. Would it? I think so. Because it's not a character assassination, is it? Yeah. It's just, oh, no, you're not what we're looking for. Okay. Or, or you're not good enough or I don't know, whatever. But like, if you say you're too camp, the words you're using are wrong. Yeah. No one uses the word fierce to speak about Britney. No one does this or does that or like, can you stop shrieking on air? Can you stop sounding camp? That's saying that you as a person are horrific. Yeah. That you're not worth anything, that you're too camp and you're too gay. And so you just shouldn't exist, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if they just say to you, oh, you're a pop presenter and actually we want a rock presenter. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Fine. Or even we want a girl in that slot. Yeah. Fine. But that, that is, that's different. And that actually, like, you know what's so weird? I, I think of it, I think of it like conversion therapy now. <laughs> is that ridiculous? I guess so. But I did, I wonder whether there's something in that. The way I feel about conversion therapy is almost as if I've had it. Yeah. And I haven't. And I have to remind myself of that when I'm talking about it because I genuinely feel it's been such a burden for me with what's been happening with the government and such a trigger for me, even though I haven't had conversion therapy. Yeah. We did a documentary and sat with an idiot for 20 minutes, <laughs> a bit longer than that. And sorry, it was... It, sorry, Phoebe. And sorry, it, not, not Phoebe. Phoebe, Mike. And it was really difficult and I'm not underplaying it because I know we both had trauma from that. But I feel so connected to it, probably because I'm gay too, but I'm convinced that, that what I went through at that radio station is a very similar experience to yeah. it, conversion therapy in 
talking in terms of talking conversion therapy yeah not, i know what you mean i know what you mean i don't want to diminish conversion yeah, therapy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like a mini conversion therapy diet yeah like a light conversion <laughs> therapy it is interesting what you just said though because well i've had the opposite experience which you you're saying you'd be fine with where someone says oh we're just letting you go for reasons that aren't what they are i was like let go with less than a week's notice via email with no explanation and what annoyed me was what well, was that that was allowed to happen and that i didn't really have any recourse more than it happening what was annoying me was that it was it was there'd be no consequences for that happening and how did that you make I mean? you feel well it's obviously frustrating and annoying it wasn't because i wasn't good because i was good that's, and i put so much effort into it there's no way it wasn't because, so do you know what i mean that's great so the fact that you can walk away from that and know you're great that's that's probably the key difference yeah, I knew it wasn't about me because I put a hell of a lot of effort in. So it was obviously going to be of a certain standard. And it was. And I kept getting told that it was really good. And then suddenly I didn't. Suddenly I was gone with less than a week's notice via email. And that... This is when you're on the radio. Yeah. I don't know if we made that clear. Yeah, this is when I was on the radio. And I haven't really been on since because I only really want to do rock stuff. I think the fact that you can objectively walk away and say, I knew it wasn't me. I'm great. That's hugely significant. But this is what happens when yeah. this, this is what happens when people are bullied at work. This this is the shit that happens to people. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, what yeah. happens when you're gay or and when you're was... LGBTQ plus and someone tells you you shouldn't be the way you are. Yeah. This is what happens because we secretly feel like we shouldn't anyway. Yeah. So when someone pours gas over that, it's an explosion of self-hate and it's so dangerous and it's so wrong and that's why we have to protect each other and we have to call it out and we have to stop being scared of what will happen. Funnily enough, I mean, there's been an explosion since then in gay radio presenters being... Not there. Not... Uh, no, but across the board, probably. Do you think? Yeah, I would think so. Do you not think? I think there are... On radio 2 and... I think on the BBC networks, there are more openly gay voices, and I think they're free to be themselves. Yeah, and I love that. And it makes me very happy listening to those people. I think in commercial radio, it's not so easy. And it's not just gay people, it's women too. It's been a bit traumatic, like reading back through all this stuff just to like remember it. And there's probably so much I still don't remember, but I've decided to talk about it. I'm going to burn that bridge. And people always say like, oh, you shouldn't burn bridges, right? They, like yeah. in our industry specifically, they always say don't burn a bridge because you never know when you might want to work there again. If you don't burn that bridge, someone else is going to walk across it and have the exact same experience. Yeah. So burn the bridge. So I'm burning the bridge. I'm just a bit sad it took me so long to to light the flame but yeah so yeah i'm talking about it and i'm i'm ready i think nice well, <laughs> is it yeah, yeah, yeah and also i just got so angry with dave Chappelle last year like making yeah. jokes about queer people all the time that i just thought fuck you like those aren't your jokes they're mine so yeah that's, that's why it's called straight <laughs> jokes nice and i'm really excited so buy a ticket please jamesbarcomedy.com I'm playing Edinburgh Fringe. I've got a couple of London shows uh, in the run up to that, and um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. And I'm learning a dance. What's the dance? It's <laughs> just like <laughs> gay AF, <laughs> like the gayest dance I can muster. Are you having lessons? Yeah, because I can't dance. Right, but I want to dance. Okay, so I'm gonna do it. But I'm really happy that you're doing stand up because you're gonna open for me. So well, how do you know you're not gonna open for me? Oh, good one. But I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like this year. What do you mean? I want you to open for me somewhere. 
Oh, I could do. How I cool suppose. would that be? Yeah. Well, I've only got. Well, I and got, then next year, yeah, fine. I'll open for you. That'll be great. I've only got three minutes. But it's going to be great, Dan. Thanks very much. It's going to be really good. I know it is already. Thanks. Thanks. It's thanks funny. You've got so much to talk about. Do I? Yeah. And also, we're playing Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, we so are. So you can do your three minutes in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Amazing. I could do How that. How fun will that be? Yeah, that would be fun. That would be great. I could do three minutes. You could do three minutes. And we could let the audience decide yeah, yeah, who yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah, do that. Let's do that. Yeah, we are going back to the Edinburgh Fringe. Yes. Um, on Bank Holiday weekend in August. Yeah. Which I believe is the Thursday the 25th, the Friday the 26th, and the Saturday the 27th. Yes. Uh, at, uh, this is of August. Yes. Um, and you can get tickets for that too at gainongay.com or my website. I'll put the link there, jamesbarcomedy.com. Or my website, danhudson.net. <laughs> have you got anything on your website? Yeah, bear shit on my website. What have you got on your website? It's just really old. I haven't I've never it. actually looked at your website. It may have expired actually, but... Oh, don't say that. A gay and a non-gay. I think I'm so lucky to work where I work now at Hits Radio where a gay breakfast presenter Yeah. on a national station, like I'm just myself and that's great. Thank God. Yeah. But it's not okay that that other experience still rages on inside of me. And yeah, is yeah, still yeah. probably affecting a lot of people that also work there yeah. in some way. So that's what my new show is about. <laughs> no, it's not just that, though. That's like two minutes of it. What else is in here? <laughs> um, a time when someone said you weren't funny. <laughs> it's like in there. Yeah, I've featured you for uh, about really... 10 minutes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support a gay and a non-gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.